Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey folks, welcome to Wednesday night. <laughs> you know, really, sometimes I, I broadcast this on Tuesdays, but it really is Wednesday night for you, because that's when it comes out. But Praise God. You know, I'm so excited about what God is doing right in the midst of this perverse generation, this time we live in. He's still doing wonderful things. We had a great service on Sunday. People's lives are being changed. I'm believing that we're going to be in constant revival. Amen. But you can be in constant revival by doing the things you're supposed to do. If you draw near to God, he said he'd draw near to you. And uh, that's what we are to do in this day and this hour because he wants to do marvelous things through each one of us. Amen. We've all been called to such a, for such a time as this, this generation. And we don't want to miss our opportunities. And we don't want to miss the times we had that we could have been doing something for the kingdom of God by just living our own lives the way we wanted to live. How many of you know we are to be... <laughs> We're to be sold out to Jesus and sold out to the things of God. And we have to continually stir ourselves in that area or we're going to lose out. And we don't want to do that. We want to walk this walk. We want to, Paul said, I've, I've run my race. I've finished my course. I've kept the faith. How would you like to have that? Amen. Amen. Well, last week I was talking to you about renewing the mind. And uh, it's so, so important to renew your mind. If you want to be like Jesus, if you want to do what he's called you to do, you've got to change your way of thinking. And change is the way of, of the kingdom. It really is. And the night's uh, message is called Mastering the Process of Change. Renew your life and mastering the process of change. You know, uh, growing up, growing is really... This life is always subject to changes, and we have to flow with changes. We have to change our lives to change the way we live. You know, when you're when you're a little child, we got babies in this church, and I'm so happy we always have babies. That's that's a sign of growth. But those babies do things. You know, they you have to feed them, and they do things that are, we call it cute. You know, but when those babies turn five or six. If some of the things they did at, at at one or two, you don't want. They aren't cute anymore, right? And especially when we grow up, uh, your your parents probably expected more out of you when you were 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years old. They expect more out of you. You were to change, and if we're we're to grow into the image of God, we have to learn to change. Now the world. Many will say, many will say, society will cry out, you got to accept me the way I am. That's just the way I am. I want to be real. Listen, my friends, God accepts you. He loves you uh, unconditionally, but he has better things for you. And in order to get to those better things, you have to change. He's a God that says, come on. You, you, you know, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Well, in order to walk out your salvation to become what, like God wants you to be, you have to begin to change the way you think. And so uh, it's important that we, we uh, get on board with what God says. You know, uh, if, if, you, <laughs> if, if you just come to church once a week, or maybe not, maybe not even that, and listen to a message, that will not change your life. What changes your life is when you 
diligently seek him. He said he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That means you come after him. You want to know about him. You want to get to know him. You want to have a revelation of him. Uh, Paul, in many of his uh, letters, were to churches, and he would always constantly, come on, God has more for you. Let's do this. Let's do that. Our Ephesians 1 prayer and Ephesians 3 prayer is for a church that's already born again, baptized in the Holy Spirit. And, and yet he says, I got this prayer. I want to pray for you. I, when I found out your faith and, and your love for all the saints, I want to pray this prayer for you that you'd have a, 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 a wisdom and knowledge. You know, you'd have a, a spirit of wisdom and knowledge and, and a knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened. In other words, you, you get your eyes open to who he really is. I think some people walk through this life and, uh, and have fire protection. You know what fire protection is? Is <laughs> if something happens, I get to go to heaven. When I die, I get to go to heaven. Well, that's, that's ultimately, that's the hope we have for all of us. But there's more to this life here now. And so if you're going to change, you got to control your mind. You control your mind, you control your life, you control your destiny, if you control your mind. Ability to change really is God-given. I wrote some things down. Uh, we're made like in an image and likeness of God. So that means we can renew our minds and change into being like Him. But it's choices that we make, is it not? It's choices that we make. So we have to put away our old thinking and, and renew our mind to what God says because He ultimately is... <laughs> How you want to put it, he is the king, and we, have, we serve him. Amen? But you know, everything, every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, and there's no variable unless there's a shadow of turning. So in order to walk in those gifts and all those good things he has for us, we have to change our mind and think like he thinks and accept that, right? Amen. So tonight we're going back to first uh, uh, Romans chapter 12. And you know, Romans chapter 12 is one of the most, to me, Romans 12, 1 and 2 are uh, two of the, my favorite scriptures, but they're also two of the most important scriptures. You know, it, it, God so loved the world, he gave his son, yes, but these two tell you how to get over into the perfect will of God. And so he, he starts out here, Paul starts out here, and he's writing to this Roman church, and he's saying, I beseech you, therefore brethren so he's talking to the church right there and he says i beseech you that word beseech is really important because it's saying and, and and paul under the inspiration of the holy spirit is basically saying this is what god's saying to you i implore you i urge you i beg you <laughs> this is what he's saying he's a beseech is a is a very uh, strong word it's not just say, well, I hope you do this. Take it if you leave it or take it or leave it. No, he says, I'm wanting you to get this. He says, I beseech you, brother, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. In other words, I want you to live a certain way. I need you to live a certain way. Now that you're born again, spirit-filled, or, or accepted Christ, there's a new way of living. I found a new way of living. You know, that, there's an old song, I think, something along that line. But have you found a new way of living? Well, in order to find the new way of living, you got to find the, what the Word of God says about it. Amen. So he says, I beseech you, I'm asking you, present your body a sacrifice. Well, you know, we make sacrifices sometimes just for a moment, an instant. Then we think, well, I got to, you know, we come to church. We had a wonderful service Sunday. 
and, and, and people's lives are being changed and we get touched by God. And you know, that's a start. And you, and you may even say to yourself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read my Bible more and I'm going to seek the Lord more and I'm going to get to know him more and I'm going to pray more and worship him more. And then life gets in the way. So you didn't really sacrifice. You just made a, a, a verbal uh, uh, commitment. <laughs> you know, like a verbal commitment in today in, in, the, in, uh, in the college uh, athletics is, doesn't mean a thing, does it? Uh, what means a thing is when you sign it on the line and then you begin to go and participate in what you're supposed to be participating in. Well, when you make that commitment, say, God, I want to know you more. I, I'm going to spend more time with you. You're making a, a sacrifice that you have to carry out. You can't just say, I'm going to do it for the time I'm in church because I've had an emotional feeling. No, it has to be something more than that. And he says, I beseech you, I'm calling you <laughs> that you present your bodies. Well, what do you mean? Don't live your old way anymore. Don't go the old way anymore. Well, I can't help myself. You know, I, I, I have to be real. No, you have to be changed <laughs> by, by, by the renewing of your mind. You have to become more like Jesus. You, and he wants us to. Well, that was Jesus. I can't be. Yes, you can, because Paul said, imitate God, imitate Jesus, you know. Follow me as I imitate uh, Jesus, you know, that sort of thing. So it goes on to say, he says, that's your reasonable service. The Greek word translates service is, is used to refer to ceremonies of Jewish temple worship and so forth. And he says the reasonable can be mean pertaining to reason. In other words, it's reasonable. It's not something that's so, going to be so difficult to do. Then he goes on to say, and don't be conformed to this world. In other words, don't be conformed to the way the world is. Don't be conformed to the... Uh, uh, the way that they're living their lives today. I mean, you know, it's so easy. If we don't, and he says, be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Listen, it's an ongoing thing. It's not just a thing, well, I, I got saved, I'm on my way to heaven, and, and never follow up and trans, have your mind transformed to be like Jesus, because that's the bottom line. So he says, be transformed. So what? that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and even the perfect will of God for your life. You know, God has something far greater for you than, you know, than, than what we even can even think, you know, because he wants us to be like him. We're made in the likeness and image of God, and he wants us to be like his son, Jesus Christ, and, and be imitators of God, dear children. That's what the scripture says. But we have to know those things. But how do you do that without renewing your mind? You know, uh, we, go to, we go to school, uh, and we get educated, but we have to think different, don't we, a lot of times. If we're going to do different things, we got to learn to think different. Well, now that we're Christians, we have to learn to think different. We have to think more like what uh, God would have us to think in order to have what he said to have, we can have. Now, he goes on to say, and we read this scripture last week, and I... I don't make any, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, repetition isn't a thing I'm scared of anymore because it's, I've found so many times if you don't repeat something over and over, you're going to forget it. And he says over here in Colossians chapter 3 and verse uh, 1 and 2, if you then were risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Now, why would you seek the things which are above? 
where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Seek what God is seeking. Seek what uh, he has to say about the situation. See what he has uh, is doing in the earth today, not what the world is doing. And it goes on to say, it says, set your mind on things above, not on things of this earth. Amen. We're to, we're to continually set our mind on the things of God. Well, I can't do that. Yes, you can. Well, you know, uh, I think over in, uh, what is it, uh, Joshua 1, and, and, and I think in, in Proverbs 1, it talks about um, um, think these things, meditate on these things, and think on these things. Why does he tell us do, to do that? Because we're thinking about something all the time, whether it's godly things or not. Amen. And thoughts are so important in our life today. You can change your life with a thought. You can have faith or you can have fear with a thought. You can have, uh, uh, you can be generous or you can be selfish by a thought. Isn't that true? You can, you can talk sickness or you can talk healing by a thought. You can talk the, the blessings of God by thoughts. We have thoughts. We have to control our thoughts. Well, where's your thoughts come from? Out of your mind out of your mind. So we have to be able to do that. Now in verse 10, it goes on to say, and put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. In other words, put on this new person. That old person has passed away according to 2 Corinthians 5.17. Old things have passed away, but we have a, uh, we have a uh, responsibility. It, God saved us, we're born again, but now he says, now I've got something for you to do. It's not just all about what I've done for you. It is, but it isn't in a way. The way it isn't is we have to work out or walk out our salvation with fear and trembling and, and begin to work it out. It's the Holy Spirit's come to live on the inside of you, but you've got to renew your mind to what the word of God says. Amen? Amen. You know why that is? Because the word of God will never pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away, says God. And so, but he says, put on that new man according to the image of him who created him. In other words, be like Jesus. Amen? Well, I, you know, I'd like to do that. You can do that, he tells us. We, what he tells us to do is not an impossibility with him. Amen? Amen. So listen, point number one, God has a plan and a purpose. This is a blueprint for you, a destiny. Most people either don't believe it or don't even know it. That should be our, that should be our uh, heart's desire. What is it you have for me, Lord? We've been called for such a time as this. I don't know where your age is or where, you, uh, where you're at with, with the Lord, but I pray that you'd understand that he has things for you to do. It's not just, uh, well, I, I serve the Lord. I, I hate this because at my age now, I think of people that are even younger. Well, I did this and I've done this for the Lord. What are you doing now? What are you doing now? Are you serving him now? Are you call, Are you, your heart's desires to get to know him? I always use this scripture, and I've, you've heard me say this before, probably if you've been around me very much. I love Paul. Oh, my goodness. When Paul, and, and if you over, go over and read uh, Philippians chapter 3, Paul's talking about all the things he had done and all the, you know, some were good. Remember when Paul was, was, a, um, was before he met Jesus on the road to Damascus? Paul would have been considered a terrorist. He was imprisoning Christians and enslaving them and putting them in, in the lion's den and so forth. And yet he met Jesus and then after that, he started churches throughout all the uh, all the Middle East. He he uh, he uh, preached the word excessively. 
I mean, that was his desire. And, and he cast out devils. He laid hands on the sick. He did all the things in the Great Commission. And yet he says, all of that I don't think about so much. He said, because here's what, here's what I really want. I want to know him. I want to know him and the power of his resurrection. You ever think about that? Do you really want to know him or you just want to know that you're on your way to heaven because of what he did? Come on, friends. Come on. It's time. It's time to get to know him. I want to know him at my age. I'm going to stand before him someday. And I, want, I don't want to say, well, I, you know, I didn't have time or I, 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 you know, this didn't come easy for me. No, he will make it easier for you as you get in his word. The Holy Spirit will begin to reveal who Jesus is in a greater way. You'll begin to understand the ways of God and you'll want to do those things rather than try to be like the world. Amen? Amen. So get on board with that because he has a perfect plan and a, and a destiny for you. Uh, over in, in Ephesians 1, which is right close there, you can turn back to that. He says this. Uh, Paul's writing this under the unction of the Holy Spirit. And he says this. Verse 3 of chapter 1. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in, in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You ever think about that? He is blessed us. He didn't say, I've blessed one group of people and not another. Those that have come to know him, he has blessed you abundantly above all you could ever ask or think. We, he's rearranged our life so we had a plan and a, we have a plan and a purpose. Listen, I don't care what age you are, what your background is, where you've been, get on board with what God has for you because he has called us right now for such a time as this. He's called us to be a, a blessing in the earth today. He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Some people say, well, that's just spiritual. Listen, everything starts in the spirit realm and gets, works its way over into the physical realm. So get, get on board with that. And it goes, you know, he talks about that. You know, I mentioned this scripture last week, Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thoughts I have for you, saith God. Thoughts of good and, and, and uh, thoughts of a purpose and thoughts of, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but thoughts of a future and a hope for you. That's what he has for all of us. And you know what? He is no respecter of persons. He won't do for me what he won't do for you. He isn't moved by color <laughs> or, or where you came from or how much money you had or didn't have or what your uh, social economical uh, 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 position is. He is a rewarder of those who diligently come after him. He rewards you with his presence. He rewards you with the gift of knowing that, hey, he's got so much more for me than I ever dreamed. My God, how could, oh my goodness. I think about that when I think about his goodness towards us. Now listen, we talked about Sunday at, the, at this wonderful move of God. God's doing things all over the world. I, I ain't got time to tell you today, but I've watched some uh, videos and stuff of what's happening over in Ukraine. There's great revival going on in the midst of a war-torn nation. There's revival going on in a lot of places. We just don't want to miss it. Amen? So, but but I, I said Sunday, we can have perpetual revival in our own lives, even if we don't have it as a church. And I believe we're going to have it as a church. I believe it's going to be, we're sitting on the edge of uh, an outbreak of the power of God moving in our church. And I hope you understand that. But he's called us to that. And he says down in verse 4, uh, he, 
he has chose uh, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestinated us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ himself according to the good pleasure of his will now don't get caught up on what predestination means <laughs> predestination means to me he already knew not not that he said you won't but he already knew who was going to accept him accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. He didn't say, I, I'm doing that, uh, picking out certain people. You know, there are people that follow that doctrine. Uh, uh, it's only a certain amount of people. He's, he already knows who he's going to see, so you can live the way you want. No, he, but he knows who's going to receive him because he knows everything, right? But he's called us all to himself. Amen? Amen. God chose us and prepared a destiny and an, an inheritance for us and it desires to share it with us. But how can we know that? By renewing our mind to what his word says. Not stepping out in life hoping that things work out. Wake up knowing. That's what we can do. When we know his word, you become so confident in his word. You become It becomes real to you. Amen? Confidence in him. If you don't know this, you'll eat, drink, and be merry and go your own way. Be like the world. And, well, I go to church and I... And I walked down the aisle and, and said those words one time that uh, Jesus come into my life. But you have you truly lived for him? Have you truly lived for him? I'm telling you, it's, it's important. That's, that's the start. <laughs> the born again, spirit-filled uh, life is the beginning of a life, a, a purpose and destiny. Amen? Amen. Mission in life. What's our mission in life should be? Seek God find his plan and his purpose for it. Listen to these quotes on purpose. There are two great days in a person's life, the day we are born and the day we discover why. William Barclay, he's, you know, the, uh, wrote many books. <laughs> and uh, the tr uh, listen to this, the tragedy of life is what uh, dies inside of a, a man while he still lives. And that's Albert Schweitzer. You've heard of him, I'm sure. Another one says, it's not about you. <clears throat> the purpose of your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment, your peace of mind, or even your happiness. It's far greater than your family, your, uh, your career, or even your wildest dreams and ambitions. If you want to know why you're, you were placed here on this planet, you, you begin with God. Amen? You were made by God and for God, and until you understand that, life will not make sense. Isn't that true? And isn't that true? People are seeking all kinds of things today. But if they would just seek God, he would give them purpose and, and, and begin to tell them why they're here. Amen? Purpose begins and ends with God. Can't end and start with anywhere else. To be conformed so you'll know the perfect, the good, and the perfect will of God. Amen? There is a good, you know, a good way of living, but there's a, also a perfect way of living. Living for him. The more you know God, the more you, you'll know and understand your purpose. We can't go without that. Listen, I, I, I got more to talk to you about, but I want, to, I want to get down to this very fact. Seek God now. This is not a time to be running every which way, tossed to and fro in, in the world today. Listen, there's some dark times out there right now. Maybe they haven't hit you yet, but they're all around us. And there's people searching and hoping for, what do I hope in? What are we going to do? And if you haven't seen it yet, we're seeing it all around us. 
and we can be an answer for them. That God gives us life, and he gives us purpose, and he gives us a direction. But we have to, <laughs> ooh, we have to know what he says. We have to renew our mind. Amen. Amen. It's so, so vital in, in this day and this hour. Please get on board with what he's doing. Let's be a part of what the end time revival. I, you say end time, Mike. Well, I don't know exactly when he's coming back, but there are a lot of signs saying it's, it's shorter than we think. And, you know, we see all these uh, things that Paul said in, in, in the last days there would be perilous times. And Jesus said in the end of the age all things would come. And he, one of the number one things, I've said this before, do not be deceived. Listen, if you're listening to all the, the world's way, you're going to be deceived. If you're getting in the word of God, seeking the word of God, he'll reveal himself to you and he'll show you things to come. He'll help you through life. He'll give you a life of purpose. And you'll say, I'm so glad I know Jesus. I'm so glad that he died for me. I'm so glad that I have something to do in this life. You have many things to do, my brothers and sisters. You have a, a life that's worth living. <laughs> you know, and I've said many times, you've heard me say it, you want to live till you die. In other words, don't give up tonight and say, well, I'm getting older and, and I don't have a place. You have a place. You have a purpose. You have things that God wants you to do that will bring glory to his name. So get on board with that. Don't go the other way. Don't go the way of the world. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. That's, a, that's an ongoing thing. Ongoing. Being transformed into the image of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that he never gives up on us? Never gives up hope, never, never says, oh, I've had it with them, I'm this guy. No, he's, you know what he's always saying? Like we say to little kids that fall down or get, come on, get up, come on. Or ones that make mistakes. How many of you know we, none of us have gone through this life without making mistakes, sinning, making mistakes. Sometimes we, you know, it's our own accord. Sometimes it's not so much, but here's the truth. He, you know what he says? Come on over here, come on over here. Get up, get going. I got more things for you to do. They're far greater than what you've been doing. And that's what he's telling us today. If you want to be a part of what revival, if you want to have uh, constant revival in your own life, get in the word of God, begin to praise God, begin to worship God, begin to magnify God, and let those words come out of your mouth. Don't just hold them in your heart. Speak the word of God over yourself, over your family, over your loved ones, over your enemies, over people that you don't even know, and begin to see people. God turn things around for others as he's done for you. Amen? Amen. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the Word of God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Where would we be without the Word of God? We thank you so much, Jesus. You paid a dear, dear price that we could walk in, in, your, in your image. <laughs> Amen. That we could be like you. In fact, you told your disciples and you tell us today, be like me. <laughs> Go forth and do all that I did. And, and see people's lives change. So we, we just thank you so much. We, we thank you for Living Word Family Church. And if you're watching this, not attending here, and you don't have a church home, I pray that you would, would be a part of this because revival is breaking out. People's lives are being changed. And we just thank you for doing that in our lives. And I just pray you'll do it in the, the, the people that are watching this tonight. In Jesus' name. Be blessed and be a blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, 
check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.